For I've had enough of this world and its pleasures. I will arise and go forth to the house of my young. I will arise and go forth to the house of my father. I will arise and go forth to the house of my young. House of my young. Shalom, and welcome to today's teaching on the Hebraic roots of Christianity, where we study first century Christianity and the faith that Jesus, whose Hebrew name is Yeshua, which means salvation, taught his disciples. And now, Hebraic roots teacher Eddie Chumney of Hebraic Heritage Ministries International. Shalom. I'm Eddie Chumney of Hebraic Heritage Ministries, and we welcome you to today's teaching on the subject, Galatians, for or against Torah. This is part 13 of the series. And now he's equating that the Torah, written upon a heart of stone at Mount Sinai, is associated with Ishmael, which is man-made thoughts and ideas about how to do things, man-made doctrine and decrees. He's going to associate this with the earth, with the flesh, with physical Jerusalem, the Jerusalem which now is. And then in Galatians chapter 4, verse 26, the Jerusalem which is above, that's the heavenly Jerusalem, that is the spiritual that is following Torah by the spirit instead of following Torah by man-made doctrines and decrees that following Torah by the spirit is the mother of us all and so then Paul is going to extend the analogy and he's going to say even as there was persecution of Ishmael of Isaac that what Ishmael represents man-made doctrines and traditions which is going to be associated with following the Torah through following and listening to the doctrines and rulings of the rabbis regarding how you should follow the Torah, that those who submit themselves to follow the Torah through the teachings of the rabbis, that they are going to persecute believers in Yeshua as the Messiah who want to follow his Torah by his spirit. Galatians chapter 4 verses 28 and 29. Now we, brethren, as Isaac, in other words, we follow the Torah by the spirit, we are the children of promise. Galatians chapter 4 verse 29. But as then he that was born after the flesh, that's Ishmael, that's man-made doctrines and traditions of men, persecuted him that was born after the spirit, that is Isaac. Even so it is now. And so you will find that Jews who seek to follow the Torah, who are trying to follow the Torah through the interpretation and teachings and rulings of the rabbis will persecute believers in Yeshua as the Messiah who came to faith in Yeshua as the Messiah by and with the help of the Holy Spirit wherein their hearts were circumcised and they got saved by grace through faith. 
So Galatians chapter 4, verse 30. Nevertheless, what says the scripture? Cast out the bondwoman and her son. For the son of the bondwoman shall not be heir with the son of the free woman. So here, Paul is referring to Genesis, wherein the instruction was given to cast out the bondwoman. And that is to cast out Hagar, because Hagar and her son Ishmael, was not to be heir of the promises of God that it was Isaac who was going to be heir of the promises of God. And so then we can see how Paul is taking what we read and study in the Torah and he's making the spiritual application to the issue that he's addressing here in the book of Galatians. And he concludes by saying in Galatians chapter 4 verse 31, So then, brethren, we are not the children of the bondwoman. We're not the people who follow the Torah according to the teachings and the doctrines of men. But we're of the free, that we follow the Torah. It's written upon our heart by the Holy Spirit, and we follow the Torah by the Spirit. So following Yeshua's Torah is walking in the Spirit. Paul testified in Romans chapter 7, verse 22, I delight in the Torah of God after the inward man. Romans chapter 8, verse 4, that the righteousness of the Torah is fulfilled in us who walk after the Spirit. Now, liberty is being saved by grace through faith, and liberty is having faith in Yeshua as the Messiah. Galatians chapter 2, verse 4. And that because of false brethren unawares brought in, they came into our congregation, and they came in privily to spy out our liberty, which we have in Messiah Yeshua. So Paul says in Galatians chapter 5, verse 1, stand fast in the liberty wherewith Messiah has made us free. And so what is this liberty in Messiah? Liberty in Messiah is believing that Yeshua is the Messiah and following his Torah by his Spirit. We can see that liberty is following Yeshua's Torah, Psalm 119, verse 45. I will walk at liberty. I will seek your precepts. So following your precepts, following your Torah, following your commandments is walking in liberty. Because what happens if you don't walk in liberty? You walk in bondage. And what is bondage? Bondage is sin. And what is sin? since transgressing the Torah. 1 John chapter 3, verse 4. Isaiah chapter 61, verse 1. The Spirit of the Lord God upon me because he has anointed me to proclaim liberty. The Spirit has anointed me to proclaim liberty. So liberty is following the Torah. Liberty is walking in the Holy Spirit. So the Holy Spirit brings liberty. 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 17. Now the Lord is that Spirit and where the Spirit of the Lord is, there's liberty. And so I will walk at liberty. I will see Seek your precepts, your Torah, your commandments, Psalm 119, verse 45. And where the Spirit of the Lord is, there's liberty, 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 17. So liberty is following the Torah and your behavior and your deeds and your actions that comes through being led by the Spirit and walking in the Spirit, whereas you'll follow the Torah producing the fruit of the Spirit. James chapter 1, verse 25, it is written, Whoever looks into 
the perfect Torah of liberty. So James called the Torah and following the Torah liberty and continues or follows the Torah and he being not a forgetful hearer. And so that goes back to what Paul said in Romans in chapter 2 and verse 13. It's not the hearers of the Torah that are just before God, but the doers of the Torah shall be justified. And so whoever looks into the perfect Torah of liberty and continues and being not a forgetful hearer, but a doer of the work, a doer of the Torah, this man will be blessed in his deed. So one who follows the Torah in liberty and does what the Torah says is the one that is blessed. So Paul is going to equate under the law with being in bondage. Under the law is following the commandments and the traditions and the doctrines of men. Under the law is following the philosophies of men. Under the law is being a child in Messiah and you're still governed and influenced by the flesh in your carnal mind. And Messiah came to deliver people who are still walking and living their lives under the law. Galatians chapter 4 verse 5, to redeem them that were under the law. And he equates those under the law as walking after the weak and beggarly elements and it will bring you into bondage. And so Galatians chapter 2 verse 4, there are false brethren who's coming in and spying out our liberty which we have in Messiah. What's our liberty? To follow the Torah by his spirit. And they're bringing us again to bondage which is what? Following after the philosophies and the traditions of men. So he says in Galatians chapter 5 verse 1, stand fast in the liberty where Messiah has made us free and don't be entangled again with the yoke of bondage. Now this word yoke is a reference to how you seek to follow the Torah. Yeshua used this word yoke in relation to believing in him and following his teachings, following his ways, following his Torah in Matthew in chapter 11 verse 28 through 30. Come unto me, all that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me. So a yoke is something that you learn, and you learn things that somebody teaches you. Take my yoke, that's Yeshua's teachings, Yeshua's commandments upon you, and learn of me, for I am meek and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. So if you take Yeshua's yoke and learn, you'll find rest for your souls. Yeshua was making a reference back to Jeremiah in chapter 6 and verse 16 which says thus says the Lord stand in the ways and see and ask for the old path which is the good way and walk therein that's following the Torah and you will find rest for your souls so Jeremiah 6 16 the way you find rest for your souls is to walk in the old paths that is the Torah that we see Abraham followed in Genesis chapter 26 verse 5 that was given at Mount Sinai to the nation of Israel. And then Yeshua said in Matthew chapter 11, verse 30, For my yoke is easy. Learn of me, you'll find rest. My yoke is easy and my burden is light. So Yeshua said following his Torah is easy and light. Why? Because he's given us a spirit to do it. And learning of him is taking his yoke and you're to learn his commandments or follow his Torah. So when Paul 
Paul uses this word, don't be entangled with the yoke of bondage, he's referring to the way that you would follow the Torah. And the way that he's telling them to not follow the Torah is to not submit yourself to following the teachings and the rulings of rabbinic Judaism where they are going to lead you away from the Messiah in the way that they teach you to follow the Torah. So just as false brethren are coming in to try to get you to follow the Torah in an incorrect way and bring you into bondage, that's the same thing in Colossians chapter 2, what this man was doing, and he's trying to get you to walk after the traditions and the commandments of men, which Paul is referring to as dogma, man-made decrees and rulings, which he's going to associate with Ishmael, which he's going to associate with being under the law. And so it's sin that brings about bondage. Don't be entangled again with the yoke of bondage. And it's sin that causes bondage. John chapter 8 verse 34, Yeshua said, whoever commits sin is a servant of sin, is in bondage to sin. What is sin? 1 John chapter 3 verse 4, whoever commits sin transgresses the Torah, for sin is the transgression of the Torah. So when Paul says in Galatians chapter 5 verse 1, don't be entangled with the yoke of bondage, traditional Christianity says that Paul's teaching that you don't follow the Torah. No, that's not what he's teaching because transgressing the Torah, sinning is bondage. Paul is trying to explain the proper way to follow the Torah. Paul also said in Romans chapter 4 verse 15, where there is no law, there is no transgression. So 1 John chapter 3 verse 4, sin is the transgression of the Torah. And in order for you to sin, there must be a Torah that you can sin against. But Paul says if there is no Torah, there is no transgression. So traditional Christianity teaches that when Yeshua died on the tree, they say that Paul taught that Yeshua nailed the law to the cross. And therefore, today, the law is not present. We're not in the age of law. We're in the age of grace, they say. And so, if the law has been nailed to the cross, then there is no law in order for us to transgress. And so, there must be a law today if people still sin today, which they do. So, it's not following the Torah which causes bondage. Isaiah chapter 42, verse 22. But this is a people robbed and spoiled. They are all of them snared in holes and they are hid in a prison house, in bondage. And so what has caused the people of the God of Israel to be in a prison house or in bondage? Isaiah chapter 42 verse 24. Who gave Jacob for a spoil and Israel to the robbers? Did not the Lord, he against whom we have sinned? For they would not walk in his ways, neither were they obedient unto his Torah. So therefore, Jacob is in a prison house. Where's that? He's been exiled into the nations of the world as a penalty for not following the Torah. And it's the Holy Spirit that reveals sin in our lives. John chapter 16, verse 7, Yeshua said, Nevertheless, I tell you the truth, it is expedient for you that I go away. For if I go not away, the Comforter, the Holy Spirit, will not come unto you. And when he has come, he will 
reprove the world of sin. So when we believe in Yeshua as the Messiah, which comes by a circumcised heart, when we repent of our sins and receive Yeshua's shed blood in our hearts and our lives for the forgiveness of our sins, when we make him Savior and Lord of our lives, and then the Torah has been written upon our heart by the new covenant, and then we follow his Torah by his spirit, the outcome of this is we will show forth works of love, which is the fruit of following the Torah by the Holy Spirit. Galatians chapter 5, verse 13. For brethren, you've been called to liberty. Only use not liberty for occasion of the flesh, but by love serve one another. So liberty is the Torah. Liberty is the spirit of God. So you've been called unto liberty. We follow the Torah by the Spirit of God and we use that liberty to love one another because in Galatians chapter 5 verse 22, the fruit of the Spirit is love. And we are given the love of God by the Holy Spirit. Romans chapter 5 verse 5. The love of God is shed abroad in our hearts by the Holy Spirit which is given to us. And if we're following Yeshua's Torah by His Spirit, then the way in which we love others is through the help and guidance and the inspiration of the Holy Spirit. Romans chapter 13 verse 10. Love works no ill to his neighbor. Love is fulfilling the Torah. Galatians chapter 5 verse 14. For all the Torah is fulfilled in one word, even this, that you shall love your neighbor as yourself. And so now Paul was teaching the outcome of following Yeshua's Torah by his spirit. It will result in works of love and loving your neighbor as yourself. And that's the fulfillment of the goal and the purpose of the Torah. It's to know how to love the Lord your God with all your heart, mind, soul, and strength, and to love your neighbor as yourself. Romans chapter 13, verse 9. For this, you shall not commit adultery, you shall not kill, you shall not steal, you shall not bear false witness, you shall not covet. And these are all things that are associated with our behaviors toward others. And if there be any other commandment regarding how we treat treat others, it is briefly comprehended in this saying, namely, that you shall love your neighbor as yourself. So ultimately, the way in which we are to follow Yeshua's Torah by his spirit and showing love to others is what we do unto others is to be done with a pure heart and a pure motive and pure love. 1 Timothy chapter 1, verse 5. Now the end of the commandment is love out of a pure heart of a good conscience and of unwavering faith. And so this is going to conclude our teaching on the book of Galatians and understanding the book of Galatians from a Hebraic perspective. And foundational in being able to understand Galatians from a Hebraic perspective is to understand the world in the situation that Paul was encountering in the first century. That anyone who decided to believe in the God of Israel, the way in which you're going to live your life unto him is to follow his Torah. And so it was given that someone who believes in the God of Israel would seek to follow his Torah because that's how he commanded his people and his followers to express their faith in him. And so the issue wasn't whether if you believed in the God of Israel, whether he's going to follow his Torah. The issue was how do you follow his Torah? What's the problem? 
proper way to follow the Torah. And so there was a debate regarding this. In the entire New Testament, we find the debate in Yeshua's ministry. We see it in Matthew chapter 15, verses 1 and 2. We see the debate in Acts chapter 15. And we see that Paul is dealing with this issue everywhere that he's going from city to city, from place to place, teaching in the synagogues of the first century, wherein the book of Acts tells us that in the various cities in the first century, worshiping in the synagogues were both Jews and non-Jews. And we are particularly told that this is the situation in Acts in chapter 13 and verse 42. When the Jews were gone out of the synagogue, the Gentiles besought that these words might be preached to them the next Sabbath. So in the synagogue, the Torah was taught to the people who attended. But as Paul was going forth from place to place, people non-Jews had become believers in Yeshua as the Messiah. And there was the influence of Pharisaic rabbinic Judaism that was being taught in these synagogues in the first century as the two major schools of Pharisaic thought that existed in the first century were the schools of Hillel and the schools of Shammai. And Paul was taught the Torah from the school of Hillel by Hillel's grandson Gamaliel. Paul, in growing up and living his life and faith unto the God of Israel, he was initially taught Pharisaic rabbinic Judaism. He was taught that the oral law is above the written Torah. He was taught to follow the decisions in the rulings of the rabbis of his day. And he was taught that that was the proper way to follow the Torah. But in Acts chapter 9, Paul became a believer in Yeshua as the Messiah, as Yeshua revealed himself to Paul on the road to Damascus. And once this happened, as Paul testified in Galatians chapter 1, he then got by himself and he restudied and he re-examined Hebrew scriptures, the Torah and the prophets in the light of now understanding that Yeshua is the Messiah. And then in doing so, he realized that through the life and the example of Abraham, that Abraham was saved by grace through faith, that the children of Israel, when they came out of Egypt, they were saved by grace through faith. And then Paul was able to see Yeshua in the Torah, that Yeshua created the heavens and the earth, that Yeshua made covenant with Abraham, that Yeshua gave the Torah at Mount Sinai. And so Paul, knowing what it means to be a follower of Messiah, he was going to give his life and dedicate his life in service to following the Messiah of Israel and the Messiah of the world. So that meant his calling was to go out and his ministry was primarily to the non-Jewish world and to teach them the importance and the significance of why Yeshua had to die on the tree and shed his blood, that through his death on the tree and the shedding of his blood, it made possible salvation for all those that would repent of their sins and accept Yeshua and his shed blood for the forgiveness of your sins and believe that Yeshua died and was resurrected the third day and put your trust and confidence in him to be your Savior and Lord. And not only did Paul preach 
this, but he also taught people the proper way to express their faith in Yeshua as the Messiah on a daily basis. And that proper way was to follow Yeshua's Torah, given that Paul understood that Yeshua gave the Torah at Mount Sinai, and he saw that you're to follow his Torah by his Spirit. So therefore, when he sought non-Jewish believers in Yeshua as the Messiah, when they were in synagogues and they were being influenced because they were baby believers in Yeshua as the Messiah, they were being influenced by the teachings that they were hearing in the synagogues that came forth from Jews who did not believe in Yeshua as the Messiah, that they should listen to the teachings and the rulings of the rabbis and submit themselves to rabbinical authority. Paul, being zealous for his faith and now being zealous for Yeshua, he was zealous to teach the non-Jewish world the proper way to express their faith in Yeshua, which is to follow his Torah by his Spirit. Well, that's going to conclude part 13 of the series on the subject, Galatians, for or against Torah. Shalom in Yeshua the Messiah. Amen. Thank you, Eddie. This is Stephen Morgan, and all of us here at Hebraic Heritage Ministries pray that you have enjoyed today's teaching. If you've been blessed, will you help us to share this message with others? Hebraic Heritage Ministries is supported by your generous financial gifts. In order to help you in your studies and to help us share this message with others, we are offering today the DVD, Yeshua the Lawgiver, for free for a love gift of any amount to the ministry. Hebraic Heritage Ministries also offers a monthly discipleship program. If you are interested in starting a fellowship group in your area, let us know. We would like to help you. Please contact us for more details. Our website is hebroots.org. That's H-E-B-R-O-O-T-S dot O-R-G. We would like to hear from you. Please send us an email. Finally, in order to take advantage of today's free offer, please mention this product offer and... Please mail your love gift to Hebraic Heritage Ministries, P.O. Box 81, Strasburg, that's S-T-R-A-S-B-U-R-G, Ohio, 44680. Until next time, may Yeshua richly bless you.